Hello and welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada, the Rio All Suites Hotel. Yes, it feels like I've been here for seven years and we <laughs> I'm on my last day. It's the last day here at the Rio. I'll be flying back on Monday, so I'm getting this episode here from the hotel. I did an Alone Cast Tuesday. And then we had the lady of the night, uh, my, my, the, I, I, I hold up on saying girlfriend because it annoys her. I, I had my girlfriend Jess on on Friday and the reviews are in. You guys are way too nice. You, uh, all of you, the, the feedback was glowing. She was fantastic. I told her after we taped, she's a natural Thought she was great, gave great advice, but you you know, you never know if people are gonna listen to that and go, Oh, come on, Jared, get over yourselves. It, it, it kind of felt it could, and I could see it how someone could listen and go, the it was the the equivalent of watching two people make out in public, you know, whatever. But that's not how it was received. It seemed like you guys liked it. I got very, very nice messages from all over the board. My nuts were feathered, and Jess's nuts were also feathered as well. Sure, Lady Nuts got a real shiver out of you guys. To the point where she's already hired management. She won't take my calls. I have to go through an assistant. But, you know, that's the way it goes. Some people, you know, Hollywood and fame go to their heads. So that was that. I had a really good time with that episode. Today's episode, we're going to do something that I did in Kuwait where I'm going to get everyone that's on the show or as many that will do it with me that are on the shows here in Vegas to come on and be guests with me here. So you're going to get a few different guests on this episode. They're each going to do an email or two. Um, and um, I want you guys to go follow these comics. I'm, 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 I'm avoiding saying their name because I'm not sure if any of them just don't want to do it or not. But listen, there's going to be a few comics. They're each going to answer an email. Please follow them, support them. That's kind of what this thing is all about. They're taking their time to do my podcast uh, because in the hopes that you guys think they're hilarious and go search out their stuff and everyone that's been on the shows this week, uh, this whole week at the Comedy Cellar in Vegas has been amazing. Last night, Ray Romano showed up. Are you kidding me? So if you're in Vegas and you're going to make, you know, I'm watching all these bachelor and bachelorette parties walk by me and it's like... You need a plan. You need tent pole events, and you don't want them to break the bank because you're going to be here a whole weekend. If I'm you and you're coming to Vegas, make one of the events the Comedy Cellar at the Rio. Uh, you can use promo code CC Social, get 20 or $25 tickets. It's the cheapest show you're going to get out here, and you're going to get a great lineup that's going to be fun and uh, hilarious. And, and, you know, I'm not telling you Ray Romano's going to show up, but he did last night. It happened. I had to follow him, your boy Papa JT, the King of Brunch, the Climax are the Sultan of Swipes, the Prince of Promos, followed the Wizard of Haas, brought the Haas after Ray Romano. I got up on stage, I did my thing. Very cool, very cool to follow Ray Romano in Vegas. What, a, what an experience. So I am going to be, and also... Can people, Vegas is a great town. If you live in Vegas, what happens is I travel all over this great country and I come to your town and the minute I talk to people and we've had a lot of listeners at the shows, they've been amazing and fun and I've taken pictures with all of them. But when you come to the show, I'm happy to be in your town. 
I'm happy to be there. I'm happy to see what you have to offer. Anytime I go to a town, I would I feel like 90% of the people that come up to me, they go, Yeah, this is Vegas. Yeah, 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 I know. Bunch of bunch of bunch of crackpot idiots walking around. It's like, no, that's I know what Vegas is. I'm excited to see it. I want to go to old Vegas. I want to go downtown. I want to see the bars that you do. So let's have a little bit of positivity with our towns. It happens in every city. Except New York, LA, Miami doesn't do it as much. Miami does it too. They'll go, oh, all the old people. There's nothing to do here. Everyone's town stinks when you live in it. Everyone's town is great when you're visiting. It's like a child. I, my, <laughs> I don't care. It's, it's like a kid, okay? I love visiting your child because I don't have to bring him home with me. So I love your town because I don't have to make it mine. All your towns are great for different reasons. And I'm coming to your town. We're going to be going on the road. J Train is getting on that flight. I, I got a lot of flights planned. So let me, let me get in. Let me tell you a few dates, and then I'm going to answer an email, and then we'll get to our guests, okay? That is the run of show. Send your emails, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, and come to the shows. They're events. It is so much fun meeting you guys. Uh, New York City, this weekend. This weekend, I'm at Gotham Comedy Club. This is a big deal for me. I started doing comedy in New York, headlining a comedy club in New York. There's only two headlining clubs in the city. Uh, the difference between there's headlining shows, which is host does 15, feature does 20, headliner does 40 to an hour, and then there's showcase shows where you get a host and five different comics and you get a little potluck. Most clubs in New York are showcase. Headlining, there's Caroline's and Gotham. Gotham has been great to me. I love that club. I love the people who work there. All the management, the wait staff, everybody there is fantastic. So I want you guys to come out because this is like, you know, this is my homecoming show. I, I'm not going to be at Gotham every day. So if you haven't gotten tickets, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. I'm going to be at Gotham this Friday and Saturday night. Guess what? The 8 and 10 on Friday sold out. You missed out, bitch. Yup, you slept on it. You thought your boy Papa JT, the Wizard of Oz, couldn't do it. That's right. He can. Okay? That's your fault. Saturday, 8 p.m. show, sold out. Oh, shit. You missed out on that. There's tickets left for the Saturday late night show. Bring a crew. 10 o'clock Saturday night. Um, I'm pumped. I'm pumped to do these shows in New York. So then I'm going to be in San Francisco with Michelle Wolf. I'm opening for Michelle Wolf in San Francisco. Then Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Come on. Don't be. Don't sleep on me, Philly. I need you. May 2nd through 4th. That's just J Train. Vermont on May 8th. Just J Train, the Vermont Comedy Club. San Diego, opening for Michelle Wolf, uh, May 16th through 18th. Rhode Island, opening for Michelle Wolf, uh, May 30th through June 1st. Worcester, ha ha ha. Where the Worcester, whatever the Worcester, woo ha ha. I'm coming to Worcester. Just J Train. That's just Papa JT. That's the Prince of Promos coming to your town, Worcester, on June 6th through 8th. Mohegan Sun, that is a homecoming for me. I've been going to Mohegan Sun, the, co the boys at Comics. I've been going to their shows. I've been doing their club for years since day one. So if you're near Mohegan Sun, I'm there June 13th through 15th. Seattle, 
laughs in Seattle. I'm coming back. We got to sell some tickets there because it is light right now. So listen, June 28th through 29th, I'm coming to Seattle. And then uh, we'll have more dates in the future. But jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com is where you can find all these tickets. Let's do an email before we get to our guests. I'm very excited because all the comics that have been in the cellar this week have been great. And it's going to be a surprise. Each one's going to pop up throughout the episode. So listen. I like this email because I wanted to get into it on my own. It feels like something I've dealt with personally on um, both sides of the the aisle. Background. Four years ago, I matched on Bumble with this guy. Back when Bumble showed you mutuals, we had a couple in common, varying degrees of acquaintances of mine, and one of which is a very close friend of his. This is from a lady. We chat, fun, flirty, cute, normal date made. When he texts the day before to pick a location near me, we discover that we live in the same building. Okay. So they met on Bumble. They got an acqu- a few acquaintances, um, and they live in the same building. We go on our date the next night, meet up there. It's fun. We ha- laugh a lot and have a lot in common. But the walk home is super awkward. Yeah, because they're walking back to both of their homes. While on the date, we discuss the characters that live in our building, but we never discuss the awkwardness of dating within the building. A few text days later, I ask if he wants to grab di- uh, a drink one night. He says he isn't looking for anything serious, but we'd be down to meet up after he gets back from a work trip, which I was not looking for. Okay, so he, they go on date one, they live in the same building, walk back to the same building, awkward, then... She says, let's do a drink again. He says he's not looking for serious and he's going to be, but he's up for a hang when he's back from the work trip. Not looking, she's not looking for that. Ran into mutual, our mutual, uh, the one that, so she ran into the mutual friend, the one that's his best friend. And we were chatting it up and he said, oh yeah, you live in Mike uh, Blank's building. He was weirded out by the, by that saying that if you two break up he'll have to move on and he's definitely not moving which made me think that he kind of wrote off our date before we went out and that it wasn't that he didn't find me attractive okay i i'm gonna before we get into the rest of the email she's saying that because he didn't want to get because he didn't want to move out of his building if it got awkward between the two of them well he it, he didn't end it cuz he didn't think i was good looking that that looks at things in a black and white way that just isn't how it works no guy leaves a date and goes ugly building you know that's not how you make decisions he looked at the way you make decisions, you go, oh, my God, okay, this girl lives in my building. She just asked, she just, I gave her the, I gave her the contract offer of come, let's do some casual drinking. She came back with nothing. When I talk to my friend, I'm going to say, yeah, if I, had, if I had gone any further, then I'm going to have this awkwardness. I'm choosing the no responsibility over the chance of consequences. And in in that decision, that has nothing to do with your whether he's attracted. He's obviously attracted to you. He said he would uh, come meet up late. Let's fuck. I'm not looking for anything serious. That's not about attraction at all. So she writes, since then, it was a little awkward the first few times we saw each other. After that, but quickly became friendly. Now we run into each other coming or going, share a casual convo, some laughs. We've shared a cab uptown together. He went out of his way to walk me to my yoga class when his gym class was not exactly next door. When our group, when our convo 
got cut short leaving the building over Xmas. He texted to apologize and finish the convo. Super normal and friendly, but I am really attracted to him, and I am interested in getting to know him. Now, we saw each other in the lobby and then texted a bit on Super Bowl Sunday, but haven't seen him since. He popped up on my hinge recently, so pretty sure he's single and has got me thinking about him. Thoughts on me texting and saying, hey, haven't seen you around in a while. Want to grab a drink and catch up. Terrible idea to want to date someone in your building. Should I ask for coffee and not a drink and make it less pressure? What do you think? What's the move here or is the move to forget it? So I love this email because it's something that happens all the time. You go for one drink, you, you, you lose contact, you see it, you see him on, on social media, you say, oh, this is some, and then you do what the betchers call the, the mental masturbation thing. You go, oh, this person hits all the boxes. Why wouldn't we be together? We had that great one date. But you, and then, oh, and he's on the dating app. He's still single. This could be meant to be. And then what you do is you casually leave out the reality of the situation. The reality of the situation is that this guy had the, uh, so no, she's asking herself, well, maybe I should get in front of it and say, hey, I'm still available. But this guy had the same opportunity as you. This guy all this time had the opportunity to go, we had great conversations. We had that great date. Why? Oh, you know what? I should ask her out. And you know why he doesn't? Because he already found out that you don't want casual. That you don't want to just, you know, fucking chuck. And he's, uh, and not to say that you're not worthy of that or not going to find that. But I'm saying he's choosing every time you guys have these fun, light conversations and he doesn't reach out to do a drink again. He's saying no to the contract offer that you made. That's why I like thinking these in contract because his contract, you go on the date, then the contract offer, you say, hey, let's do drinks again. He says, well, I'm not looking to get serious. Here's a new contract across the table. Now it's in your court, okay? He can rip up the one he gave you and give you a new contract that says, hey, let's go out for drinks again. So I'm not saying that this guy is like, you know, could never happen. I'm not saying that if this guy reaches out to her and says, hey, I've been thinking, you know, we, I always see you around, we should do drinks, because then that's him ripping up the contract offer he made. He's saying, okay, this girl ain't going to bite on me saying, let's be casual. He's saying, oh, this girl, I've been seeing her around, I'm, I'm kind of ready right now, I'm thinking, you know, let's do, let's do a real go at it. But the building is never in the way, the building's never the issue. It's never too awkward Nobody, nobody cares about how awkward things will be if they, if you know. Look at how many emails we get that casually look, you know, don't, don't look, look beyond all the things that could go wrong. Oh, they live an hour away. Oh, they live, they're playing right away. Oh, I, you know, well, they got a mother that hates me, but are we still gonna try? Everyone is pushing past awkward because they think that they can be better than the consequences. Right now. And I don't mean that she's not great and someone good for him. But right now he is choosing no consequences over dating you. And that's the reality. So to me, she should not text him. And I'm always in the camp. I, you know, a lot of times I always tell people, I'm like, text what you got to say. But right now, if she texts him, it is her basically accepting his offer at casual. Because then he can go, oh, no, I told you last time I'm not looking for anything serious. He can always say that. If he comes to her and says, hey, I've been, we should do a drink sometime. That's him saying, 
you know what? I've thought about your offer. I'm going to rip up my my rebuttal, and I'm going to go with what you offered. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We're going to be back. We're going to come back with guests. Um, very excited to be here for this Tuesday episode. We'll be right back. We are sponsored people. Noom, Noom, Noom. I'm a huge fan of Noom. Sticking to a weight loss plan can be hard. I know that personally, especially when you don't know how to handle the thoughts and obstacles that hold you back from making progress. With Noom, it gives you information that is going beyond the weight loss plan because with weight loss plans, people gain the weight back because they don't tell you what to do after. With Noom, you'll lose the guilt and learn how to develop a new relationship with food. Noom is really about habits, okay? And the way to make a new habit is to know when you're doing the wrong thing. When you know, hey, okay, this snack is better for me than that snack. The best thing Noom did, I used to think weighing in once a week was the way to go. Noom, the minute I opened it up, one of their fun facts was weigh in every day. Weigh in every day. Get on track. Your head's going to be in it. You're going to be thinking about it. And also, when you sign up for Noom, you're just thinking about it anyways. Now you're, that is one giant step is the first step. So you try something different with Noom, different results call for a different approach. That's kind of where I'm coming in with Noom. Weight loss is the plan in the palm of your hands, literally on your phone, whenever and wherever you need it. Also, if you're putting in, if you're someone that's writing down what they eat, Noom has the largest list of foods that you can choose from to make sure you can write down what you've had throughout the day and and to journal what your food habits are takes the agony the the food tracking it's really the best easy 30 second online evaluation shows you how much weight you can lose and keep off okay I want to lose some elbows, okay? It is a part of my life. It's my my cross to bear. I deal with this at all my whole life I've dealt with this. And Noom is a great tool that's a part of that whole thing. Okay, Noom is designed for results. It's it's out with the old habits and with the new. Sign up for your trial today, okay, at Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash J-Train. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash J-Train. And I'm, what, what do you have to lose? Visit Noom.com slash J-Train. Start your trial today. Again, that's Noom.com slash J-Train. Start losing weight for good. I'm a huge fan of what they're doing because it's not that old thing of like, well, you know, don't eat fruit. Fruit's got sugar in it. No, Noom is going to give you real facts, real help with what you need. Hey, guys, welcome back. Very excited. We're here backstage at the Comedy Cellar in Las Vegas here with Sherrod Small. Thank yes. you, Sherrod. Thank you for having me, Jared. Host of the Race Wars podcast every Thursday. Go check it out. Funny as hell. Sherrod's been killing here all week. Jared, at- you're so handsome. Oh, thank you. All right. Uh, compliments will get you everywhere. <laughs> at Sherrod Small on Instagram. You ready to do an email? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. La- huge fan, loyal listener of the show. I met this guy a month ago, and it started as a one-night stand, but we realized we were really into each other and ended up going on three dates that went really, really well. He gave me no reason to doubt that he wanted to keep seeing me and getting to know me. Last weekend, we had plans to hang out on a Saturday night, but he ended up going out with his friends. He apologized and said that he thought he, we could meet up after. 
Apparently, after meant 2 a.m. I got a call from him asking if he could come over, and I said I was, re- I said I was getting ready for bed. For some reason, this pissed me off that he kind of bailed on plans and just wanted to booty call me. Uh-huh. So I texted him saying, I'm not about to be a 2 a.m. booty call, LOL. Doesn't sound like she was laughing. Right. He responded with, you're the only one I want to spend the night with. And I replied, if you want to see me, you can text me tomorrow. Okay. Okay. The next day, he apologized for making me feel like a booty call. However, since then, he hasn't texted me much. I'm wondering if I scared him off. He said he wants to see me again, but this week has been hectic. Quote, unquote. I said, no problem. Just let me know. I know your schedule is crazy. He works till 8 p.m. every night. Uh, I haven't gotten a response in over 24 hours. Do I give up or double text him inviting him to our party this weekend? Our Insta handles are the following. Does he look like a fuck boy? Do I just give up? I'm wondering if I gave (laughs) off the wrong impression sleeping with him too soon. But I made it clear to him that I was looking that I'm looking to date and he feels the same way. I just feel like I ruined my chances and scared him. Help. What do you think? Here she is. We can take a look at her. Okay. She's very cute. Very cute. Yeah. Gorgeous. Good looking. Yeah. Sherrod, here's him. Does he look like a fuckboy? Which he, one is him? He's the one oh, there graduating is. college a, a, a month ago. Uh, I know. A year ago. He <laughs> Even does with like look, a graduation gown on, he still looks like a fuckboy. <laughs> he does fuckboyish. Uh, look at. Okay. Yeah. So well, what do I you think? think? What do you to, think? She needs to be patient. Give it yeah. a little time. I mean, it's all moving so fast. I'm sure they had three great dates. Mm-hmm. But just for him not calling back in 24 hours is not a long time. Yeah. So just be patient. And I wouldn't text him again. Let him reach out. Sure. Yeah, you have to. The, the, the ball's in his court. Right. He knows you want to see him. Right. Um, the other thing I'll say is you said you met this guy a month ago and it started as a one night stand. But realized we were really into each other. That's not. You can't. It's not. He's, it hasn't been enough time, right? Yeah. Well, to say it started as a one night, things don't flip like a switch. Right. It doesn't go like, well, we're one night. You know, girls want to put these things in these buckets where they're like, you're one night stand guy. Yeah. That's relationship yeah. guy. That's meet my parents guy. That's the future guy. And it's like guys don't do that. They are on fuck mode. Right. And you can you can go in and out of fuck mode right. at any time. Those imaginary lines don't matter to us as much as to, no. to girls. So, but him saying, her saying, I met this guy a month ago and it started as a one night Like, it's like when people say Tinder's a fuck app and right, Tinder's a relationship right, right, app. Right, right. It's like no, there's men on there. They right. all want to fuck. Right. So, like to say, so just it just started. It didn't start as a one night stand. It started as a casual as, hookup. Exactly. And now he. No, it's not as casual because you guys got feelings for each other. Well, she got feelings for him. For him. And now he is sitting there going, "Listen, this is how we started. This is how the whole thing. You right. What, what you're, Sherrod, I agree with you. She already put it in the box by saying it started as a one night stand. Well, so he can be like, why are you tripping now? Because we started as one night stand. Yeah, that, she has to redo the rules. And right. this is part of that. That's why the patience thing yeah. is a big deal. Yeah. Like right now, he, you know, she's saying, well, I'm mad that you put me in. Don't get mad that he, that he would look at you as a 2 a.m. text. That's how you've been the whole time. Right. You, the one who said it started as a one night yeah. stand. So that's t- the times that it usually start at <laughs> 2 a.m. So 2 a.m., he's, he's just going off a of muscle memory at this point. Right. I'm not saying... That he still wants to, you know, that he wants to be in a relationship. All I'm saying is, you have to show him. No, you signed a new contract. Right. You have the. This is a new. She popped new it game. on him. Yeah, and she did the right thing by saying, "Yeah, you can text me tomorrow." He apologized. Right. Now you say to him, "Hey, I'm here. I'm ready to date." 
Like, have you been in this situation before? Yeah, yeah, I've been in a similar situation, but it's it's like just got to be patient with it. Yeah, if she really likes him, he might he, to him it might still be, you know, what it started out to be. To That's, her, it changed. Yeah, it changed. So you have to let him know the changes. Right. And don't just assume he changed with you at no. the same rate as you. Absolutely. And then you got to give him a choice to say, hey, okay, I enjoyed the change and I'm with it, or I'm going to bounce now. And you have to stick to the change. Yeah. The thing is, you can't, a lot of women, I notice that right into this show, they'll go, well, I was, the, in, I was this way before. Right. So now I always have to be this way to him. And it's like, no. Right. You no. say, okay, I've already established 2 a.m. me don't exist anymore. Right. 2 a.m. me exists after a few glasses of wine and dinner. Yeah. And then I'll be with you at 2 a.m. <laughs> right. You know? And it's like, and the thing is, have you ever been, she writes something very specific, and it's something a lot of girls write in about. Uh-huh. What are the chances I scared him away? Have you ever been scared away? Yeah, I've been spooked. I've been spooked by a girl's behavior. How so? Like, if Give I me- see them being too, like, over-aggressive, or like uh, control, not not controlling, but like territorial too soon mm. in a relationship. I go like this. Okay, if you're doing this on week one, yeah, what are you gonna be doing on week ten? Yeah, if you're already peeing in the perimeter like a, a leopard, see, see, <laughs> claiming your fucking Guy, territory. Guys are only scared when they don't want the same thing you want. Right. Some guys will be like, I want this girl to fucking put a fence around me right, right now because right. I want to lock that. And it's like they're like, lock me in. Right. But it's like. This whole idea of scaring someone. I've never been scared away from someone I like. Right. I get it. You know? <laughs> but have you had bad relationships with people who you liked and maybe you should have been scared from the red flags? Well, then that took time. Yeah. I've, I've been in relationships where I go, oh, fuck. You know, I'm, sometimes, I'm, I'm, I'm locked yeah. in this house and it's about to fucking collapse on me. They say sometimes it's hard to see the red flags of you looking through rosy glasses. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I mean, I was with, I was with this, sh- this girl and then like all my friends, I was like, what do you think? And they're like, what do you think? <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Um, now you got the hint, yeah. I got the hint. But I'm saying the, the whole scared away, like we're a bunch of fucking squirrels. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Any subtle movement will make a. It's no, not it's not like that. that. It's not that. No. It's God, not that. You know, we're only scared away by relationships what we don't want. Yeah. And it's not you. Like, like if she said to someone, "Hey, we," have, if you had plans with someone on a Saturday night, and they were like, "And then that's not what scares you away." Right. Right. A nice dinner. Because <laughs> 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 he go go repeat what would like to any girls am I scaring him away. Go repeat exactly what you think scared him away to someone else and see with them go, what? Well, yeah, that wouldn't scare anybody. You, you asked him to get drinks. Yeah. That's not scary. No. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Sherrod Small. Yes. Thanks for having me, J Train. You're helping the people of America. Oh, one at, person at a time. At Sherrod Small. Go follow. Go support Racehorse Podcast every Thursday. Fucking hilarious. We'll be back in a minute. You the man. Hello and welcome back here with Rocky Dale Davis. Been killing it all week here at the Vegas Comedy Cellar. Go follow, go support at Rocky Dale Davis. Welcome to Brookwood is his podcast every Saturday. Rocky, thank you for coming on, man. No problem, man. This is a long time listener. Oh, you know, first time caller, so this means a lot. This is this is the best. This it's is... always good when someone knows the show. Yeah, yeah. You ready to answer an email? I'm so excited. Yes. Missing the faraway dream penis. Okay. okay. A dream penis. Yeah. This, a... this is. The Diff- dream different penis. For, yeah, and for her dream, too. So this could be, you know, it's like this is her dream penis. Yeah, her dream penis, yeah. not your dream. Those yeah. are two different types of penises. Yeah, yeah. 
J-Train, thanks for all you do. I adore you and Shelby both. In January, I met a man from Tinder who was built like a god and oozing testosterone, but that I didn't love as a person. <laughs> we are very, we're very different. He loves... He loves raves and thinks it's cool to cheat on your significant other, even if both if both people are hot and you're rolling. <laughs> so I guess he's like, you go to a rave, it's just like that's I mean, the new you, area, that's the new <laughs> different zip code method. Are you gonna like honestly? If you go to a rave, like, are you expecting someone to be like, I also believe in like loyalty and faith? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You're at a rave, dude. Yeah, I guess that with the the minute you step onto the rave, yeah. you are not really living yeah. by society's rules. Yeah, he's got the Greek god body from the drugs at the rave. Like <laughs> this is so. Fifty minutes into the date, I knew we didn't have a relationship future, but I was absolutely sleeping with him. Okay. See that. That's the crazy part about being a guy. Yeah. He sits there and he goes, I, got, I love to go to raves. I yeah. like to cheat. And I got this great body. And she's yeah. like, well, I'll fuck you. Yeah. It's not like, it's, this is like, a, I'm not going to get in a contract with you, but like a one-time thing for yeah. sure. We went back to my place, talked and drank for several hours until we had a lot of sex. On top of the beautiful body I saw without clothes, I found that he had the biggest penis I've ever encountered. Okay. And because of this magical penis, I came from, and she put in all caps, penetration. For okay. the first time in my eight years of having sex. Holy shit. He spent the night, and we had a great 24 hours together. He lives two hours away because of bad weather and traffic coming to my bigger city. And back took him a total of seven hours. We texted a bit more uh, about if he made it home and then talked about some other things we had discussed for the next few days because he listened to something I had recommended. Two weeks later, I asked if he wanted to come visit again uh, when I was off on a better, better weather day and on a weekday with less traffic. He responded with, I have some friends visiting this week, so I don't think I'll be able to get there with no alternative date. And I haven't heard from him since then. That was early February. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. This is two guys laughing because we both understand what that means. <laughs> yeah. He came, he dropped off the semen, and he ain't yeah. coming back. Well, also, he's got, he's got the. Also, I don't like the way she said the biggest, and that makes it the dream penis. Like, is that what. She's a size queen then? And, like, so also, <laughs> two hours, and it took him, and it because of weather, weather's not. A, we have cars. So he drives a bike. He has a bike, <laughs> and that's why he goes to raves. He because, took his horse and carriage. Yeah, they have, two they have hours. running water at raves and, and, and stalls. She writes, I understand the drive so but he lives in a town with which in his words is very limited for dating now in a, <laughs> in a sea of average dicks how do I get this beautiful man that has transformed me into a size queen back in my bed You're, there it is is yeah. it over did he want a one and done since he hasn't texted me do I just need to ex keep exploring other men's pants that live closer also he has tentative plans about moving here in a year yeah, that ain't that, yeah, that doesn't no. mean he said to get in bed with you so he doesn't look like a lazy fuck and that is a, is a crazy amount of time away but that's a crazy amount of time away. Tell me if there's a way back into this J, into this J train. Also, I've included photos of us both for reference. Him because I want you to see how hot he is. Wish it was a nude for the full idea. So here's him. Yeah, strong jawline. You can tell there's a big hog. Yeah, I also like the way like he's like I thought he looks Amish. He may be Amish. That's why he lives two hours away and it yeah. takes seven to get home. I mean, he's a big strapping guy. Rocky, you're a big strapping guy. Yeah, so you, like. I mean, this is like farm body, right? You can tell like he has how long his hog. arms are. Yeah, because he, you can tell he has it though, because it's like he's got like the kind of like Viking, like lives in the Netherlands jawline, yes. you know. And she's there's a pretty her. girl too. She's very pretty. See, I feel like she's a very pretty girl though, and if she wanted to find something like that, she could. But it also doesn't look like these two would meet. Like it looks like yeah. this Viking raped and pillaged her city. Yeah. And now she'll masturbate to that idea tonight. It's like the the the, <laughs> the Game of Thrones when yeah. the, when the when the when the uh, Jason Momoa takes over the Elisa or whatever her name is. 
Yeah, he don't look like a rave guy though to me. I was he doesn't look ravish. I, he, he looks, looks yeah. He looks less ravish. It's like Matthew Broussard's brother. Like I don't I don't get like the good looking dude. Yeah, though. good looking. You can tell he has a big dick just by the length of his bicep. That's yeah. a long bicep, which must mean big penis. Yeah. Now and, we're just making and sure. And the hand. No, I'm looking at his thumb, though. His thumb looks like the size of like a fucking Subway sandwich. Yeah, so you're right. You definitely could see it there, and I'm proud of him for but that. But it doesn't look like... This is this feels like outside of her normal yeah. dudes she dates, Yeah, well, that's, which is why she's glorifying it. That's why when she heard on the date, oh, he fucks and raves, she was like, well, it's one night. Yeah, it's kind of like a fling for her. You know, she should have known past that that this was just going to be, you know? And if but she, she did know that. That's the crazy part yeah, is that she's going, well, how do I get this again? It's like, you knew what this guy was all about. That's why you said it'll never be a relationship. Yeah, you should have known, you know? And then you can't be mad when he doesn't want to come back. I mean, he's probably been a four rave since then, you know? Like, this dude, <laughs> this dude's got a busy schedule with that, you know? So do you think she could ever fuck him again? Let's just... No, we both agree there's never a, there's no relationship yeah. future here. Yeah, no, right? no, not at all. I think, you know what I'm thinking? Because I think this girl needs to, you know, I think she needs to move on and just okay. start. Because her date, like the guys that I imagine she dates are probably the reason this is the first time the penetration L orgasm has happened. Mm. So maybe she needs to swap up her profile, you know? Maybe go, maybe she's found her new taste yeah, in guys. Yeah, but if this she, is the dream dick, and I'm not shitting this guy, but it could have just been a, a, a rather large penis from mm-hmm. a Connor she usually dates or, you know, a Kyle or whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like if she wants to do it, go to the rave. And if she meets him there, it's meant to fucking <laughs> that happen. That is meant to be. Yeah. I agree with that outlook because here's the thing. Girls get upset by this and they take it personally. Oh, he, but we, girls, because guys talk so much about wanting sex and yeah. needing sex and how yeah. they'd have sex with any girl. That the minute we get the sex and then we don't want it again, they go, well, it must have been my sex. Yeah. No. No, 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 no. It has nothing to do with you. This yeah. guy is, you know, he's fucking Thor. Yeah. And he's pillaging every rave across this great country of he ours. He knows his lane. He, this, and, and, you know, he's up front with it kind of too. He's you know? pretty up front with it. Yeah. And, and it's, it has nothing to do with you. So what you have to be, and for her, let him be your fantasy. Yeah. Let him say, to, give him an open door policy. Don't take these things personally. All you say to him is, next time you're in town, let me know. Yeah, yeah. And, and, he, and he will. And he will. Because then, then he becomes, she becomes that girl in that like area code. That's, you his, know? that's, that's his. But she has to understand that. That's what like we're here to say to her. This is the common thing that, you know, it, it's good dick makes you crazy. I've heard that a couple times. Mm-hmm. And that really is true. Because this girl is like now, she was knew what it was up front. And now this just has her mesmerized. <laughs> it is funny. And she's just like, you know, thinking about driving. He's going to move there in a year. That guy's not fucking moving he's there in a year. He's not moving there. Unless he's it's a rave. To, yeah, he's unless moving to a, a lot know. of different cities in a year yeah. to a lot of different women. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll be there. Nina never calls. But I totally understand why she's taking this as like, well, because she's trying to save something that doesn't exist. And it's like, we know men talk about sex, want sex, but this guy just wants sex with, he would literally fuck a mannequin that had a wig on it and he'd go, oh, she she looked at me kind of cool and we're from, we're at a rave. Like he doesn't even know what he's putting. Like she knew 50 minutes in she would fuck him. He knew like 30 seconds in. Or he walked up and he goes, this will happen. (laughs) And then he sat there and he just chewed his food with his mouth closed and he's like, as long as I don't fuck this up, I'm going to have sex. There it is. He's the guy, when he he tries new places, when he's the guy, you go to a town, he just tries some random place. Yeah. That's what he is. And the thing, just, I think both of us are saying is, don't take it personally. No. You have an open door policy. 
and you just say, hey, next time you're in town, let me know. But then yes. you also have to like stop texting with them. Yeah. Stop chasing this dream. Yeah. You have to start dating guys in your own town. Now you know what type of dudes you like. Yeah, change you know your profile. Look for. Yeah, change, change your profile up. up. Go. You have a taste now. You yeah. have a Viking look that you're looking for. Yeah. Go for that. Yeah. Rocky Dale Davis, thank you for coming on answering. No problem, email. man. Thank you. At Rocky Dale Davis. Go follow on Instagram. Go support. Hilarious comic. He's got a podcast. Welcome to Brookwood every Saturday. Go follow. We'll be back in a minute with another email. Oh, we are sponsored, people. Have you heard of the buzz about Rothy's? They're the shoe company that's making cute shoes out of recycled plastic water bottles. And they've got the Duchess of Sussex, Meghan Markle, wearing them. It can be hard to find flats that are comfortable, sustainable, and affordable, but Rothy's is the answer to your shoe worries. You won't want to take them off. I got them for my mom. It's all she talks about. My mom is a tough person to shop for. She's very specific. She's got a lot of taste. She's got a lot of opinions. She is a Jewish mom, you can imagine. So when I am going to get her shoes, what the hell do I know about shoes? But I got her the Rothy's and she loves them. They look great. They're comfortable. That's what it's all about. And right now, Rothy's has an amazing deal for my listeners. Okay, Rothy's.com. Use code JTRAIN. That's JTRAIN, the JTRAIN, to get free shipping on any order, no minimum. And they're also giving you free returns or exchanges on any Rothy's shoes. But trust me, you won't want to return them. So if you're buying them as a gift, that's a great way to give someone a good gift. And they're comfortable, and they come in four styles, the flat, the point, the loafer, and the sneaker, and they all look great, okay? Go to Rothy's.com, enter code JTRAIN at checkout to get your amazing shoes and free shipping. It's a no-brainer. These are shoes that are comfortable, stylish, and sustainable, plus you get free shipping. Rothy's makes a great gift for your girlfriends and any lady in your life. That's Rothy's.com, R-O-T-H-Y-S, and use promo code JTrain, JTrain, JTrain. Rothy's, be comfortable and cute. There's nothing more important than those two things. Boom. Hello and welcome back. I got another guest for you. We're going to do another email here with Nicole Amy Schreiber. Thank you, Nicole, for coming on. Thanks for having me. Nicole's been killing it all week at the Comedy Cellar. You you've guys, been killing it. Uh, you've been killing we've it. We've all been killing it. No, no, I think. no. You've been, I, you're my new favorite comment to oh, watch. That's way too nice. If your listeners I, haven't seen you, they need to see you. I totes preach. You, you totes preachy. I mean, you deserve it. You should have all the <laughs> no. preachy from your fans. We've had a great week this week. And like this club is like really good. It's great. And if you're living in Vegas, I said this in the beginning of the show. If you're making a trip out here, you got to make this a part of your trip. It's Absolutely. crazy. So all of you should go follow Nicole Amy Schreiber at Nicole Amy at Nicole Amy. She'll be on my Instagram that I post. And you should also go listen to her podcast Getting to know you. Getting to know you. And what's that podcast? It's a social experiment pos- podcast. Um, the girl I do it with, her name is Nikki Bond. Mm. I met her in the hall of the comedy store, and we hit it off after 15 minutes of talking. And then we spoke on Instagram, and I was like, "Wouldn't it be fun if we started a podcast where we only got to know each other on the podcast?" That's interesting. And that's what the whole podcast is. We do not talk outside of the podcast. That's a great. The idea. only thing we discuss is when we're going to podcast, and that's it. There it is. Yeah. So go follow Nicole Amy on Twitter, and Instagram. Getting to know you every Friday. Go follow. Go support. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Can I end this without seeming crazy? Okay. Lady listener, big fan of all your pods. Thank you for bringing great content all week long. So here's my problem. I've been on and off with this guy for a couple years. Right now we're on, quote unquote, but I know it's only a matter of time before he does what he always does and disappears for a while. I don't want anything serious with him. I literally told him all I want from him is to not disappear, but that's what he always does. 
how do you feel about this so far? I mean, what do you what do you want from him? It's, if you're on and off, and you don't you said you don't really. She said she doesn't really care what happens. I don't want anything serious with him, but they're on is what she's saying right now. But he, her only request is that he doesn't disappear. I would say this. The reason you don't get serious with someone is so you don't owe them anything. Yeah. So for him, if you're like, well, I just don't want you to disappear on me. He doesn't really, it doesn't matter if he disappears on you. He has nothing to lose from that. I mean, he's been getting what he wants. It's been on and off. He knows that if he comes back, he gets what he wants. Exactly. You keep taking him back. So if, if what you want is for him not to disappear on you, you have to end things. And leave for good. And leave for good. Because of this, I know it's it's best to end things now, and I want to, and she puts in parentheses, even though the sex keeps me not wanting to. You can find sex. Usually I just let things fade, but my therapist pointed out that it seems I tend to do this so that the ending isn't final and that I should be more direct since he'll continue treating me with no respect and coming in and out of my life as he pleases if my actions show him that it, this is okay. That's exactly what we're saying. I think I think what she needs to do is not only be more honest and direct with him, but more honest and direct with herself. Yeah. I think you need to be honest about what you really want because I don't think you're getting what you want and I think you're settling. Yeah. I think you're settling whatever he's willing to give you when he's willing it to give it to you and that's why you keep letting him come back when he goes and, and disappears. And she's afraid. Yeah. She's afraid that there's nobody else she could ever have sex with. Yeah. That they're like because she says the sex gets me back and I and I said as a guy I'm like you can find sex. Yeah. She's going to the podcast. Well, well, well that's what all guys say. But what I'm really saying is at some point it will happen. You're yeah, going to go through point, a lot listen, of shit dick. You, you're dignitized. You're absolutely under the spell of a penis. I get it. I've been there. It's it's a, a good dick is a really good dick, but there are more out there. You're just going to have to fuck other dicks to find the one that really works for you. She writes, the thing is, last time I tried to truly end it, I feel like all of my pent-up anger made me blow up and I seemed crazy. It made me so down for months, feeling like he had absolutely no idea why I was even mad. And the only reason we started seeing each other again is because I drunkenly invited him over. He thinks it was because he didn't want a relationship, but I don't think he can fathom that I actually don't want want that either, that damn male ego. So I guess my question is, how do I rationally end it with him for good, even though I'm ending it based off of his past actions rather than how he's currently being? Is this a case of a man's acting dumb? Or is there a way I should communicate to him that he's been a dick to me for years and I'm done without seeming crazy? I'm trying to deal with my issue, the issue my therapist presents while also feeling satisfied with the outcome. I know that the answer usually in the email and I kind of see that here, but would love an unbiased male perspective on this. Thanks as always. Keep being an amazing spy for us girls that you're not trying to fuck. So do you have any ideas for how she can end this without... I mean, I think this is a this is a perfect case of do you want to be do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? Totally agree. I couldn't agree. That is the best way to put it. You're right. Please keep going. Like, do you what, do you, listen? You, like, you you want you want to have the final word? You want to let him have it? You want to make sure he knows that how you feel and that he's wrong and that you're right and he's being ridiculous and listen it doesn't it doesn't matter if you don't want a relationship with this guy fucking walk away who yeah. cares what he thinks it, here's the thing walk I'll away t- with your fucking head held high and be proud of yourself as a guy who has received many emails post breakup from women that that are titled read this I've never learned anything about myself not from a the goddamn read thing. this email. No, nope, never. I have learned something about myself from not being with the person, not hearing mm-hmm. from them, yeah. from looking back in the rear view, rear view mirror of life mm-hmm. and saying, hey, I could have done this and this and this better to treat this person better. But it wasn't because they told me. It took me doing it. You can't make someone lose no. weight. 
No. Their pants have to stop fitting. No. So you need to, just like uh, Nicole said, you have to happy or right. Happy or right. He- and that's the choice. Because you, uh, and, and to me, if I'm you, you unsubscribe from everything on social media before yeah. you even before you even break up, yeah. then you text them, "Hey, I've been," and you send a long text saying everything out, just so you don't have to be. I in don't person. even think I don't even think you need to send a long text because don't don't waste your words with him. Here's the thing, like you don't need to teach him a lesson. You need to teach yourself yeah, a absolutely. lesson right now. Yes. This is this, about is, this him. is for you growing, yeah. not him. It's not your job to take his training wheels off so he can ride off into the sunset yeah. to the next lady and, and like be the perfect have, man for him. And it's not like you have a kid together where you have to like teach them how to be better for the no. kid. You have like, nothing to do with this person no. for the rest of your life. Be happy you don't. Yeah, you have nothing to lose. You have everything to gain. Walk away. He, he, listen, at the end of the day, neither of you need each other. No. The only person you need is yourself. Yeah. The more more you just walk away from him, work on yourself. It sounds like you need to have some time for yourself yeah. to really dig into who you are and, and, and like love yourself so much. And just, you know, then you can learn from it. The more you're trying to teach, the less you're learning. Yeah. Because she's saying, well, I need it. Like, because last time you felt bad about it because you're like, I told him everything on my mind and yeah. none of it got through. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah, because that's not your fucking responsibility. Of course, you're going to feel bad about that. Yeah. Move out. Time to be done. Wait, do they live together? No, no, no. But okay. just move out of the yeah, situation. Yeah, get out of it. Yeah, yeah, move on. You have to move on. You got to. And I, I think what you said is like perfect. It's like, you want to be right? Or do you want to be happy? Or do you want to be happy? Because you're never going to be happy with this guy. And it, you sound like you're very, very like back and forth and kind of like a little wishy-washy about it. You're like, oh, you know, he, I, I don't want a relationship. I don't want anything. You just want to hook up. Or yeah. you want whatever it is, but you who, don't, you don't cares? want that. It sounds like you want something real. Yeah. It sounds like you want someone who's going to respond to you in a way that, that you want someone to give to you what you're giving to them. And that's never going to be the case with this guy because he's never had to. And it's nothing wrong with wanting that. There, you're, by the way, there's absolutely, that's amazing and, that you and, want and, that. And the, and the thing is she keeps t- looking at her own being like, well, I'll change to make it fit this situation. Mm-hmm. The situation isn't right. And don't be, don't, don't, let yourself be the cool girl who's okay with just a hookup from time to time or you're whatever okay. he's willing to get. You're not, you're not cool. okay with that. You're, you're not fucking, cool. you're way better you're than that. You're not cool. That's you're, okay. You're not, and that's fine. <laughs> and you know what? You're you, a loser. The fact that you're you feel crazy, <laughs> the fact that you feel like this guy is making you crazy, know this and understand this. You're making yourself crazy. Yeah. You are letting yourself be crazy. He is not doing anything to you. He is treating you in a you way and you are not happy with the way he's treating you and that is making you crazy. That's right. Nicole Amy Schreiber, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. At Nicole Amy And I see O-L-E-A-I-M-E-E. I love you. I'll be willing to give you any words of wisdom and tough love. I'm a tough love bitch, that's but right. I'll give it to you. That's where you come. That's where you get it. Listen, we got one more guest. Uh, thank you for coming on. The Getting to Know You podcast every Friday. Go check it out. Thanks, guys. Hello, and welcome back to the J Train Podcast. Yay. I am here with one of my fave flaves. But you're what? My fave flave. Uh, my fave. I'm a flavor flave. That's right, Mark Cohen. Hi, Jerry. He is the resident host here at the Comedy Cellar Vegas. That's right. Thank you for coming on. Well, you thank you for coming backstage. I. It's good to be here. <laughs> Are you? I, Mark, you've you, you've been doing a comedy a long time, and, hey. I, and I. But I met you, and everyone's like, you got to meet this Mark Cohen. Guy. Really? Yeah. People. Oh, people are like nice. pumped for people to meet you. And then I met you. I was like, this guy's fucking hilarious. Aww. And then I always do an impression of you. You, he'll be in the, for the listeners at home, he'll be in the back green room. 
and he'll just be firing off jokes you won't even know and just looking around going nothing 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 so I always anytime your name comes up I just go nothing 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 nothing, nothing. that's what I get on stage <laughs> you ready to answer an email I am let's see what I J-train can do gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com if you come to the Comedy Cellar Vegas you're gonna see Mark I'll Cohen I'll be here it's fucking hilarious Hi, love the pod. I'll get right to my situation. All right. I've been dating a guy for a few months, and my boyfriend pretty much only wears sweats, shorts, a t-shirt, and tank. Mm-hmm. I love a guy in a nice pair of jeans and a simple button-up, but he hates jeans and just hates not being comfortable. I totally get that, but how can I nicely influence suggest he update his wardrobe a little bit without seeming like an overbearing girlfriend? Thanks in advance for the advice. What do you think? Well, the first thing is you got to ask yourself why it bothers you okay. on some level. I mean, I do. I mean, logistically, you could see why it would bother you yeah. to have your boyfriend. Well, but, also not trying for you. But, but is it also if he goes out to dinner and stuff, is he still dressing down? I mean, seems that, like it. Or that, see, that's, that's their options are like limited because he won't because he's got limited uh, thing. You know, well, he almost takes himself out of the I, date game because he's like because she she'll probably look right, herself and go. go I'm not, gonna uh, go I'm not out. even going to try because he doesn't. Maybe get dressed. that's what he wants. That's what I'm saying. Oh, oh, oh. So this all translates through the whole relationship. Get rid- no, I mean, yeah. I mean, if someone came to you and was like, Mark, I get crap about the way I dress constantly. You get crap about it. Crap, yeah, because yeah, I don't, I don't really care. I mean, I'm, I guess I'm like this guy. Yeah. So, well, do you get mad when someone gives you crap? Nobody's ever given me crap, though. I guess about has it. has a woman what? ever tried to change what you wear? Probably. Yeah. But I was gonna say she could buy him something. I think or, that's kind of where I I'm mean, going. Yeah. I think what it's she subtly should- slip, you know. Slowly changes wardrobe. Well, kind of, you the know? thing is, when you want someone to change, you have to understand what their problems are. He says, "I don't like being uncomfortable," and you say, "Well, no one's ever gone with you to make you feel comfortable." Like but, I, when growing up, I used to go clothes shopping with my mom. My mom would look at me. My mom is like obsessed with shopping. She's like probably a, an addicted to shopping, right. and she would look at me and she would go. And this is probably, you know, a lot to do with any issues I have. But we, she would, I would try on pants, and I go, I don't like them. And she'll go, Why don't you like them? Right. And I'll go, I just don't like them. She and liked go, them, on but you. I like them. Yeah. How could you not like them? Yeah. And I would go, and then we, I'd start sweating, and I do, and I'm as a 13 year old kid, I'd be freaking out, and I was now I'm anxious about shopping for the rest of my life. But also, isn't there some kind of happy medium where she could get expensive sweats? Yeah, well, this is what I'm saying. Go with him, right? And. Do a date. Make it right. a date where you yeah. go with them yeah, and you yeah. say, hey, I'm going to split the cost with you because I want to see you in something nice. It doesn't have to be jeans. And also present it like it's her problem. Not yeah. Like, I, don't, I love the way you dress, but, it, it, you know, or whatever. I mean, I think you look great, but, it, but for some reason. Well, how about, why, how about I want us to be able to go to some nice places to eat? Yeah, you gotta have one outfit. Let me get you one outfit. That would bum me out, I guess, if I was bringing a girl out and she, you know, went to a nice restaurant. Yeah, and she wasn't dressed up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I'm saying, you say to make it a her issue, just like you're saying, you say, hey, I, you have nothing to wear for us to go on a date. Let's let's get it together. Make that part of the date. Let's make that part of the date. We're gonna go get something that you're comfortable. And anything you're not comfortable in. We'll throw we'll it away. We don't want to eat. And then go to the spa. Yeah. And after the spa, we'll shower and you put on the new clothes. There it is. And now you look like a million bucks. Guys want to have a woman, you know, lust after them. This is part of that lust Present process. Presented to them. I'll buy you the clothes so I can take it off of you. That's mm-hmm. wrap the gift to un- to get to the wrap it so you get to the gift. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but. Uh, I wonder, you know, is he a clean guy too? I mean, is he? He cl- can't be clean if he's put on sweatpants because sweatpants translate to the rest of your life. Really? You're, you see, I think when I like, you know, don't so shave, if I don't shave for like three weeks, 
everything else is grosser. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I guess so. I. Well, I mean, you're not. You see, you're not dressed up right now. No, but you're in nice clothes. I mean, that's the thing. You're, you you can are look in well a sweatshirt, presented. yes, but you look nice. So it's not the quality. Maybe it's the oldness of the clothes too. That's, yeah, you know the warmth. If the she went and got him some, like you know, you know, you like could, they call it, like what do they call it? Street apparel. Shiraz. Shiraz. A couple Jews need a question. <laughs> <laughs> we have we have we have a question on urban wear. <laughs> Mark Cohen, thank you for coming on. Thank you. Pleasure. Nice, Good to have nice you. Nice to meet you. It's a pleasure. It's nice to meet you. Just five minutes ago, I decided to have you on. Thank you guys Bye. very much. Bye, That's America. our episode. Uh, we had all great guests. Go follow everyone on the podcast. We'll be back next episode. Boom. We